Do your big goals take the joy out of your daily life? Do you feel like you're wasting time if you're not powering through your to-do list? Are you distracted by streaming media like Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter? Are you postponing when to start because you don't know where you'll end up? This is episode 18, Make Time for Daily Highlights. Hello and welcome to The Incrementalist, a productivity podcast on making big changes in small steps. My name is Diane Williams and I'm your productivity coach and host for the show. The space between the small task and the big goals is a sweet spot. It's where you savor the moment, the now, while you're saying no to things that don't matter and yes to the things that do. For many years, Jake Knapp and John Saratsky worked for Google and Google Ventures. At Google, Jake created a workflow process called the Design Sprint, a five-day work week to focus on a single problem. On Monday, the team mapped out and defined the problem. On Tuesday, they sketched the solutions. On Wednesday, they decided on the best solution to use. On Thursday, they built the prototype. And on Friday, they tested the solution. At Google Ventures, Jake and Jay-Z helped startup companies like Uber and Slack launch products and market the products. With the design sprint approach, they learned to focus on one high priority per day, ban digital distractions, eat, sleep, and move well, and review what worked and what didn't. In their book, Make Time, John and Jay-Z draw from their design sprints and experiments to outline a four-step framework to be creative and productive each day. You repeat the steps daily to get off the busyness bandwagon, stay out of infinity pools, and make time for what matters. The busyness bandwagon is the culture of constant busyness, like being always on and working long hours. In the high-tech modern world, busyness is a status symbol. The busier you are, the more in demand you are, and the more successful you become. That's the common belief. If we can do more and be more efficient, we can make time for more things that matter, right? If we plan and set goals better, we can fit more stuff into our life, right? Isn't being busy the way to fit the important moments into our life? And we have the infinity pools, which are apps, services, and products that have an infinite content and are always accessible. There's social media like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, video streaming like YouTube, Netflix, and Amazon Prime, and web browsers like Safari, Google Chrome, and Bing, which give you 24 access to information around the world. You can dip back into the infinity pools at any time to find fresh content. There's always more water in the pool. To reclaim your time, focus, and energy, you reset the default behavior. Do you really need an hour for a meeting, or will 20 minutes do? Do you have to respond to an email as soon as you get it in your inbox? Do you have to keep the social media apps on your phone? Notice your default actions that keep you in the infinity pool. Now let's go over the four steps that you repeat daily to make time. They are highlight, laser, 
energize, and reflect. The first step in making time is to choose your daily highlight. What will be your highlight of the day? It could be finishing an important client project with a deadline, an inconvenient but essential task you must do and cannot delegate, or a fun activity you really want to do. The highlight of your day is what you aim to do and accomplish. At the end of your day, what is a meaningful thing you could do such that you will feel good about how you spent your time? Jake and Jay-Z write, Plenty of self-help gurus have offered suggestions for setting goals and plenty of productive experts have created systems for getting things done. But the space between has been neglected. We call the missing piece a highlight. End quote. A highlight is just right for doing meaningful, creative, and productive work. It's a medium-sized task to do today. Small tasks like checking emails are too minor, and goals are too big and far away. The Make Time authors recommend you choose a highlight that takes 60 to 90 minutes and protect the time for it. A 60 to 90 minute time block is enough to do a meaningful task, and it's not too much time to protect on your schedule or calendar. With less than 60 minutes, it's harder to get in the zone and in the flow. And with more than 90 minutes of deep focus, you will likely need a break. 90 minutes of focus work in the quiet hours is a lot better than four hours later in the day when there are more interruptions. The Make Time authors suggest three strategies to choose your highlight. First is urgency. Ask yourself, what's the most pressing thing I have to do today? Instead of spending hours on emails and meetings, you protect your time for the one big thing that must be done and accomplished today. Look at your to-do list, task management system, or calendar to pick an important and urgent project to do today. If a project will take more than a day, break it down into a sub-project that becomes your daily highlight. You're thinking about deadlines and priorities. What do you need to get done? For me, an example would be finishing a legal memorandum for a client, meeting a filing deadline, or preparing notes for an upcoming presentation or course. A daily highlight could be the same for several days in a row if it takes more than one day to complete a specific project. This helps to reduce the cost of context switching and builds momentum toward completion. The second way to choose a highlight is satisfaction. Ask yourself, at the end of the day, which highlight will bring me the most satisfaction? This could be a side project that you keep putting off but really want to do, or building a particular skill that has little to do with your core work. You're thinking about the sense of accomplishment. What do you want to get done? For me, an example would be recording this podcast episode, being a sounding board for a friend in need, and mastering a new song on the piano. The third way to choose a highlight is joy. The question to ask yourself is, when I reflect on today, what will bring me the most joy? If your life is just about optimization, efficiency, and productivity, you'll neglect having moments of pure joy. You're thinking about what lights you up, what you really enjoy doing. For me, an example is reading a great book, taking a nature walk, or playing with my kids. If you're intentional about the activity, you're not wasting time. 
trust yourself in deciding on whether to go with an urgent, satisfying, or joyful highlight. This is a daily system you can experiment with and tweak as you go along. You can't go wrong with choosing a highlight. Identifying a highlight allows you to be more intentional. Your default is focusing your time, attention, and energy on the one big thing that matters, not on distractions and demands that are really outside your priorities. Among the tactics that the Make Time authors describe is to have a might-do list. When you have a highlight, the rest of the items on your to-do list are things you might do. Completing one big thing is usually more satisfying than checking off many minor tasks. The might-do list is almost like the someday-maybe list from David Allen's Getting Things Done. The items on your might-do list become a priority only once you decide to block time on your calendar to do them. Your highlight is the planning tool to move a might-do list item onto your calendar. Your might-do list is what you could do, your one big thing is your highlight or what's most important today, and the calendar is how you actually use your time. You narrow down the possibilities of what to do and take action on one specific thing. After you have chosen your highlight, the second step in making time is to get into laser mode. To make time, you avoid distractions, including emails, social media, and news feeds, so you can focus on your highlight. When it comes to your attention, the answer is not in the task management apps. If hyper-responsiveness is expected in your workplace, the apps won't make things easier. It could make distractions even worse. So if you can't openly set office hours or boundaries, Maybe you just unilaterally decide to batch process your emails at strategic times without telling anyone and do really great work so people are more forgiving of delayed responses. Failing to respond to a message right away won't matter much if you're delivering solutions that take care of real problems. The performative aspects of looking productive is not as essential as getting real important work done. Stay away from infinity pools that take your focus away from the most important task. One tactic is to clean up your smartphone and make it distraction-free. No infinity pool apps for social media, emails, or video streaming on your phone. The quick checks can keep you going down a rabbit hole. Make it harder to get distracted by removing the temptations on the phone. You can use Google Maps to navigate your way through a new place, Uber to get the ride, and Apple Podcasts to listen to podcasts. If you're on the go and really need to use an app, you can upload it at that time. Be very intentional about how you use the technology. Close out of the app so you have to sign in with a password that is harder to recall. Use a password manager app like Keeper or 1Password or go analog with an internet password logbook. If you have to make the extra effort to log in, you will create a deliberate pause to determine whether this is how you really want to spend your time. You can also use apps like Freedom to block access to websites, especially in your peak hours for focus work or around bedtime. The main time authors write that everyone has a distraction kryptonite. This is hard to resist and pulls you away from the things that really matter. For you, a distraction kryptonite could be Twitter or Instagram. For me, 
It's YouTube or email. On YouTube, there's an endless supply of content on topics of interest. Is it more effective to watch videos on how to make time and how to set up the perfect office space instead of just get to work in my existing workspace? The email inbox is even trickier. It's the main way I communicate with clients and prospects, and I get tons of email daily. It helps that I don't have an email app on my smartphone. When I used to check emails on my phone, I'd always wait to get back to my desk to type an answer on my keyboard. Writing on a phone takes extra time, and sometimes I need to access the files. In between, there was an attention residue. I might be thinking about the question or the concern, but not taking action on it. Plus, it's a distraction from the thing I'm actually doing. When you're on the go, you might think you need to have email on your phone to be responsive and responsible. But for the most part, you just need to process your emails once or twice a day at your computer to handle even the most urgent or important messages. Avoid the morning check-ins on email, social media, and other infinity pools. If you have peak energy and focus in the morning, do your high-priority work then, instead of checking what's going on in the world. I normally do quick reviews of my emails at 10 a.m. or later and respond to the ones that take a couple of minutes. For the ones that require more thought, I have a longer session in the afternoon after lunch. For more on hacking back email, be sure to check out episode 16 of the Incrementalist podcast. The third step to making time is to energize. Your body and brain are connected. They are part of one system. If you're not eating well, getting enough high-quality sleep, or exercising, your brain will not function properly. The answer is not in the productivity apps, but in your health and well-being. One tactic is to optimize your caffeine intake. Avoid caffeine one hour after you wake up because your natural cortisol rises around that time. And while you might call yourself a night owl, sometimes this comes more from bad habits and the lack of a wind-down routine and not from your natural circadian rhythm. Be sure to build movement into your day. It doesn't have to be a full workout in the gym, a fitness class, or a yoga workshop. A few small changes will make a huge difference. Instead of eating lunch at your desk, get up, go outside, and get vitamin D from sunshine. Do outdoor dining if the weather is good. Take a walk around the block instead of mindlessly watch YouTube videos or scroll social media. The fourth step to making time is to reflect. Before you go to sleep, spend a couple minutes taking reflect notes on your day. The questions to ask are, what was your highlight? Did you make time for it? What were your focus and energy levels on a scale of 1 to 10? What tactics did you try today and how did they go? And what will you keep doing, stop doing, or tweak? Even if you have a distraction-free phone, for example, you might still spend a lot of time on your computer scrolling social media. Maybe you need to try another tactic, like put a timer on the internet or schedule a time block at the end of the day for media consumption. Write down what you're grateful for. It could be your highlight or something else. What made the day special? Your evening routine doesn't have to include deep journaling. Just take a few reflect notes on your highlight and the tactics you used and what you learned from your experience. The four-step framework in make time is flexible and simple. It focuses on how you can make your existing life more meaningful and enjoyable 
without advising you to forget about big goals. You can experiment with any of the tactics to see what work for you. Highlight, laser, energize, and reflect are for everyday people who want to make big changes in small steps. If you have feedback or topic ideas for the show, contact me through my website at dianewilliams.com and sign up for my e-newsletter and subscribe to my podcast to get updates on making time for what matters. And if you enjoy the show, give it a five-star rating and review and share it with a good friend. Thank you for tuning in and join me again on the next episode.